The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Glorious. Thank you, Alliance. Valentine's Day, cooking right along. A girl emailed me and said, I don't like Valentine's Day. I prefer steak and blowjob day. Well, you're a good one. She's a keeper. And there's no reason for that to be a day either. Every time I buy you a steak, it should come with one of those. I mean, if, unless you're footing the bill, steaks aren't cheap. Yeah, I was going to Sizzler or something. Well, you know. <laughs> and if I'm going to Sizzler, I don't want a blowjob from that girl. Any girl that's willing to go to Sizzler with me is someone I'm not that's going to. That's all you can blow. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure I'm going to catch something or there's going to be a meth bust on the drive home to her trailer. Blew my wad at the Sizzler. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, baby. That was nine ninety nine. I did not have. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so uh, good for you. But again, dates that specify when you're supposed to be romantic or loving, it shouldn't be. Shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to be cued or prompted to act uh, romantic or uh, have desire for your partner. Oh yeah, I'm gonna like you today. Just remember that you can do it today, but you know, have some thoughts about uh, caring about that person. Anyway, I've been. Uh, I, I, I went back and watched some of the Super Bowl because you know we watched it at uh, CB Live, so there was a lot of distractions. I'm running around, so I went back and watched a little of the pregame stuff. I, I've been reading about Chris Stapleton's version of. Uh, the national anthem, and it was fantastic. Uh, I didn't really pay attention to it while we were there. I was bouncing back and forth, uh, and then he got after it pretty good. He was good. He's really good. And then uh, um, the I didn't see this at all while we were there, but the big Pat Tillman thing award. Holy oh, I missed smokes! That. Uh, first off, I couldn't believe it. Well, they just have whitewashed what really happened again. Uh, they I mean, none of that was like as a hero who died in action, and he did, but the. It, Hopefully a bunch of people, and I guess Twitter did the same thing I did, which was like, wow, uh, this is exactly what Pat Tillman asked not to be, which is the war representative for recruiting battle. I watched that and I said, wow, the military is trying to recruit. They're trying to make this glorious moment. out, And, And essentially, Pat Tillman's death was, yes, in the line of fire, but he's a guy who said the Iraq war was wildly illegal. What we're doing is illegal. This is not why I signed up. But we're, he used to make it a big deal. And then so they, his bunkmate uh, in in uh, uh, the Army was, said every time we'd lay down, we'd have talks you know, you know, before we'd rack. And he said, and uh, I remember once just burning it in my head, Pat said, I hope if something happens to me, they don't parade me around the streets as some sort of a representation to make people go, oh, isn't a, a war hero glorious? Because what we're doing is wrong. What we're, why we're here is not why I signed up, which was the Iraq war was illegal. To him, his words. I don't know enough about it to know, but that's what he would say. And so I'm watching this thing, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is a recruiting commercial. They 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 danced around it a little bit on saying, calling it the Tillman Award. Yeah. But they were talking about the guy receiving the award, which made it sound like 
they're talking about Pat Tillman, the reason yeah. why the award. But I mean, Twitter. I, I was thinking, like his parents, or someone had to say, "Okay, that's okay." We're yeah, all, you know. I mean, I'm fine with them doing. They couldn't just that parts, but the, I mean, Twitter was like, "Oh, I see. We're still kicking things off now with revisionist Pat Tillman 9/11 stuff." Um, and then the the person who was the with them, uh, they said they 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 missed the whole point of the killed by. Friendly fire, then covered up by the military and the government in their little film about what a glorious uh, end this was. And people don't really, if you don't watch that documentary about Pat Tillman, you don't realize it wasn't Pat Tillman. He's a hero all the way around. But the people that that set this thing what up, happened? that set in motion the lie that was told about just yeah. him, and Donald Rumsfeld's actual words saying, who is this guy? Keep an eye on him. He'll be good for this war. And when he died, they were probably pretty excited, like, oh, we can hang our head on this Audie Murphy type thing. And uh, if uh, anything and lied, a, lied. a red flag out of that deal, it's like, boy, I hate to see what happens when an actual command comes down the pipe on the email because everyone lost their emails. Well, everyone that was down. Yeah. It's an amazing story. Pat Tillman's story is, is unbelievable. And then, you know, I remember the first the first real like, oh, God, they're going to just use this for whatever they want. It was ESPN's funeral for him. And uh, his brother and Jake Plummer went up there and, and said, this is all a bunch of, you know, Pat didn't believe in God. And John McCain had just gotten done talking about the Lord sent him and he believed this. And he's like, no, that wasn't. He was a, he did not believe that that was the case. He's dead. He's done. Get over it. Like it's over. And the, I mean, this funeral was not the way ESPN had planned it. Jake Plummer went up there drunk, tilting beers to him and, Oh, you know, the Lord is with Pat now, and Berman's hosting, and Jim Rome's there. It was the weirdest oh, the cavalcade list. of strange I've ever watched for a guy that these people pretended he was someone that he wasn't for their own benefits. Pat Tillman's definitely heroic. What he did was crazy heroic and sad. But the, the story that they pushed and then what really happened... And to run that out there again is the Pat Tillman, you know, the film saying this is what happened and we're not going to include what actually happened. And the good thing is maybe some people who don't know will Wikipedia it because it's as easy to find out as going Pat Tillman's story on your Google search and read and go, wow, what a snow job that turned into for a, a true hero. He was abused afterwards. I mean, criminally. His mother, that story about his mother asking the government for the paperwork on the entire incident. And they sent her 13 giant phone book-sized box, books in boxes. Every single word of it redacted. Everything was blacked out. Here you go. It's what you asked for. Because there isn't a single word on these pages. Like every once in a while, his name would pop up. And all of it was blacked out. She hired a guy who does redaction Specialist. He, 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 and he, it took him a long time. He figured it out. It, I, I don't know how they do that. Incredible. Yeah, watch the Pat Tillman documentary. His family's in on that. His mom and his dad and everything else. And you're right. Like, his family probably was like, you know what? We'd like his name to be, you know, on some things. And he is definitely Well, they asked. Boy, they asked and they said, would it be all right? It, it, all you're basically saying is, oh, okay. Yeah, you got to give the, well, the foundation and stuff and i'm sure yeah. that they're like yeah name it but i don't think they knew that there was going to be a a big recruiting film before because that's what i saw was a full recruitment of it. and then the other thing where uh damar hamlin wore the jacket with a weird jesus thing like this weird cartoon almost ren and stimpy jesus on a cross yeah an artist oh and adrian peterson went nuts and people were starting to scream at him and 
Like, what? how in the world can you go up there and go, God, this, God, that, and then have this blasphemous thing? And I'm like, man, the NFL didn't, they did, They missed a lot. They should have took that $8 million, got a better jacket. That <laughs> thing got, was, was horrible. Yeah. I'm not religious, and I was offended by that thing. Like, good Lord, you can't, you can't represent the guy you kept saying saved while you're standing out there with the real people who saved you. And they say, yeah, love that Jesus. You know, he's depicted on my back as uh, some sort of burned up version of SpongeBob on a cross. I'm like, I don't know what that was. Looked like a garbage pail kid. <laughs> yeah, that was a few things I missed completely while watching at the bar. And I think I liked it better at the bar. Yeah. I'm like, oh, good. I didn't dive into any of the nonsense. But, yeah, that Pat Tillman thing. I was watching that. This is a recruiting film for the military. And that is not a guy you want, uh, you know. People diving deep into military stuff, uh, thinking about Pat Tillman, because you're going to find out fast that they did a terrible job handling his death. Terrible. It's amazing that, you know, with the way the information travels, it's the reason why we found out about this. And you look at the previous wars, World War II. Found out about what? Pat Tillman? As far as the whole friendly fire thing happening. yeah. Yeah. It happened. No, it happened all the time. But, I mean, we used to have casualties that were a lot different uh, back before, you know, 50,000 people would die in a day in World War II. Or, you know, you didn't even come close to that. In uh, Vietnam, I think, got 50 or 60 total. And then this last one was thousands, but it wasn't that much by comparison. So we were definitely more precise. On our side. Oh, yeah. Millions died. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, on our end, we didn't lose as many as normal. We're more precision strike. But, yeah, it's that Pat Tillman thing was like, well, this is – I was sitting there. I was cringing. I'm like – and I don't get uncomfortable really. I'm like, oh, this is not what happened. This is not a – they're putting a lot of sugar on this. This is not a pretty thing. This is not something to glorify by any stretch. Pat's end was not a glorious end as much as they want to pretend it was. His, his intentions were incredible. His – Brain is different than anyone else in the world. Leaving football for that. I mean, that was, I mean, if World War II, that was the case. Most of those baseball players, they pretty much just stopped playing ball. Wanted to go. There's a couple of years just missing from statistics. We're going to World War II. Anyway, it was nuts. But yeah, I watched that and I'm like, ooh, I didn't see that. I'm glad I didn't. That was, that is not something that you should, that shouldn't be a, a fun, uplifting moment. That's a sad, sad American history story. So, other than that, I guess the NFL did pretty well. It's like going to have the highest uh, viewed stream and live TV uh, event ever. Third watch television show of all time on just TV. And then you start adding in the streaming and stuff. The most streamed event ever in Fox history. It's pretty awesome. So Highest number on the TV side since 2017. Yeah. Well, the TV was, yeah, the TV was a monster. Like Six years. Million. 18% higher than last year and crushed the COVID Super Bowl, which evidently no one watched. But, uh, yeah, it was a, a big number. And they, they say by the time it's all over, another week or two. And I don't know who's doing this, streaming it again or watching it now, but 200-plus million people will have watched the Super Bowl on a screen or tablet or something. 200 million. That's incredible. So they did pretty well. So those advertisers are getting their money's worth. That's pretty good. Uh, and Am, you, br- you brought up that you played pickleball this weekend, Brady. And I don't know if you're paying attention to what's going on with pickleball. But a uh, lot of trouble. Because here's the problem with pickleball. I've played it. It's easy. 
you can if you've never played, you could go out today and play, and you'll be fine. You you compete. Yeah, you, you can enjoy. You it. can enjoy it. Yeah, nobody's going to be a pro. You're not going pro. I'm not going pro. Oh. You can be a little competitive, uh, but you can pick up a paddle and a wiffle ball, and me and Brett could go out and have a pretty decent game right now. You can pull something off. Right, you could play, and that's the reason why it's America's fastest growing sport is because every dolt on the planet with legs and uh, you know uh, the ability to walk or run and not even run that much can go out and play pickleball. It isn't a it isn't a game that takes you months to master. To get really really good at it. Sure. But I even watched the pickleball Yeah, the level I will say the level of it on the pro side has it's not that great. I've watched it on TV. Well, it's good. The well, doubles you know, thing like, saying, the level of play. I'm just saying in the last 2 years oh, sure, has it's gotten increased better. amazing. But I watched their uh, championships the other well, it was a month ago, I guess they had something going on and I'm like this looks like country club pickleball to me. The ladies, nothing special. The guys were good, but it was doubles, so nobody was moving. I mean, you're just standing in the same spot. There was like a step left and right. Anyway, the game's kind of a simple, you want to go play this, trust me, you'll be fine game. Uh, nobody has to go, oh, I'm, I'm not that athletic. It doesn't matter. You'll be all right. You'll figure it out. Some people better than others, like anything else. But the bigger problem is that little annoying noise. Yeah. So when you're playing... These little plastic paddles hitting that wiffle ball make this tink, tink, tink. And it's kind of an annoying noise. But if it's just you and another guy and you're playing, like I've played with my friend Mark, and uh, it's usually just the two of us out there at his place, and it's a, it's a tolerable sound. Now, multiply that by about 25, and that's what's being built on these tennis courts no one was using in a lot of places that are right up against people's homes. People are getting violent. The noise is driving them insane. And I can imagine with pickleball, just constantly, it sounds like one of those kids' Fisher Price lawnmowers with the balls, only amplified and nonstop for hours on end because it's <laughs> people won't stop playing, especially in this weather. Uh, not today, but you know, in Arizona climate, it's going nuts. And HOAs didn't do it. They did a decibel check on stuff, and after a while, it's enough to drive a person insane. Like they're like these are the these if are the, you had all the courts going in. They compared it to noise torture in wars. Like if you're forced to listen to this for two hours, you'll spill secrets. And these people have these places that had nice tennis courts behind them, and it's a more steady sound. Tennis is a bigger, bigger court, yeah. so you'll get two or three games going at once. No big deal, and it's not a a deafeningly almost high pitch. After a while, they, they played the sound of the noise these people are dealing with. They turned two or three courts into like 12 pickleball courts. And it's just ding, 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 ding. It's nonstop. And these people just like, I can't go in my backyard. I try to enjoy like a nice evening in the backyard. I can't do it. And they didn't ask us if they could switch to pickleball. Uh, the HOA didn't do anything. So now lawsuits are coming. Pickleball courts are going to come with giant fines now if you try to do it in a neighborhood or you try yeah, to add more. I can imagine. It's crazy. And I wouldn't have thought. They're ah. building uh, an indoor one here, but um, out at Bell Bank Park, yeah. they yeah, had that professional tournament two weeks ago. That's 40 courts yeah. with matches. Annoying. Going at it. But they're away from uh Yeah, they're not my the people. Yeah. My friend had uh, two basketball right, courts noise. get built right outside of his house. They had a common area for this uh, neighborhood, and they put in two basketball courts. And for some reason, these basketball courts got wildly popular, and there's like not only just pickup games, but like, you know, two games going on each half court on each court. So you got four games going at once and guys just bouncing, waiting their turn for the next game. 
So there's like 70 people, and, and I went. And I it's over, constantly I going. remember once it was, from 5 at night, and, and good weather days, when you want to be outside, 5 at night until 11 when the lights went out. It was never-ending basketballs. And you don't think about that, like basketball shouldn't bother you that much until it won't stop. And I'm like, man, I would have told you you're a pussy, get over it. Had I not stood in your backyard and heard this, it's a nightmare. It's a cacophony of misery. So now these pickleball neighbors are starting fights with the pickleball people. So it's it's getting to the point now where you're driving people nuts. Prediction. April. Ten dead on a pickleball. Somebody's going to start shooting. The, the, the noise that they played on the news last night, I was like, oh, Oh, it's like somebody with bubble wrap in your ear while you're trying to sleep. It was never ending, but it's causing like massive problems. They're they're going to start suing, so HOAs are going to get sued now. So your HOAs are all going up because they got a lawsuits to handle the pickleball things, and they're getting kind of cocky, like, nah, you know what? Deal with it. And then they they hired these guys with these decibel meetings. They're like, this is what you would do to torture someone. These are the these are the steady decibel heights of noises at this pitch. That they use to torture people at this kind of length of time, you know, three, four hours of nonstop. And, you know, you go in your house and you shut the doors and you ignore it, but you can still kind of hear it. It's pretty hilarious. Uh, it's a type one meter they used or something like that. And they said they separate. They're trying to figure out how to make pickleball paddles less uh, noisy. You got to so do, do the, the ball. You have to modify something there. I don't know what you'd do. And there's a, it's a wiffle ball. You have to have it be a wiffle ball. So it has to be that same kind of hard plastic for it to yeah. work. They converted some courts right by my dad's house. He's in a cul-de-sac. At the end of the cul-de-sac, they did it. If you're outside, you can hear it. In the backyard, you're okay. But yeah. if you go out front, he, he doesn't open his front windows anymore. He's just like, because Man. it's nonstop for yeah. him, too. Yeah, but the, yeah. He, the rear windows, he's fine. So he's like, eh, I don't care. Yeah, and eventually you might get used to it. But right now, there's some old people. It's just new. I mean, you imagine yeah. that moving yeah. into your neighborhood oh. all of a sudden. Put that in your backyard. Because like, they converted uh, oh. where um, Kirby's playing tennis now, and it's that uh, Gene Autry Park in Mesa. And they've converted a bunch of uh, courts yeah. into pickleball, too. But, you know, you got that orange grove. I don't think there's, there's houses problem. nearby. I mean, these are like right up against yeah. These houses that they're talking about, the backyard goes up against the fencing for the actual courts. Well, there used to be tennis. And tennis, for some reason... You know, it's a little slower noise, but this is a constant. It only tapping. used to be the battle with the lighting. Yeah. Now you're dealing with and noise then, you know, and you put, lighting. And I'm fine with it. You put a, a, a curfew on the lights. We yeah. figured out the lights at a, at a park in Tempe once. It wasn't up against houses, but we figured out how to wire them. We could stay out all night. And now they we can play basketball they hood them decent, pretty sure. good on the back. Push it straight down. But, man, I didn't think about it until I heard the noise, and I'm predicting a pickleball murder. I'm, I, it will be a full pickleball melee of people. With fake knees and, you know, middle-aged 55-year-old pseudo-athletes who keep wanting to tell everybody how tough this game is, and it's not. The first day I played, I played with uh, the court champion at Paradise Valley Country Club. 11 to 9, I lost. I'm like, <laughs> Tight battle. The first time I've ever played this game. First time. You're pretty good. You get a little topspin on that serve. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's wiffle ball. I, it's just... This isn't tough. Well, you can move around pretty good. I'm like, I've got two fake hips, sir. I'm like, if I'm moving and impressing you and you're the – and maybe the the champion for the country club isn't exactly – he might have been a, like a 60-plus champ. Yeah. But he's strutting. He's got his little paddle. He's got he's a spin Walks around with that trophy under his arm. And if I don't want to challenge that champ and come up to the top of the mountain and try to knock me off, I'll give you a run. All right, let's go. 
You move pretty fast. You're like a cat. Like, I've got two fake hips. One's not even like fully healed yet. I don't like playing with you, Quicksilver. <laughs> All right, <laughs> weirdo. But yeah, it's you know. But it's Ty, t- would you like to partner up with me in the club championship? <laughs> That's what it was. It was basically Bushwood, where I just showed up and I'm some magic man. You're pretty good. You want to play in the pro or the member member guest? member guest? I'm like, what as what? My partner. I'm like, no. I don't want to accolades for pickleball. This is embarrassing. They're even out here. Fat America loves pickleball because you don't gotta move. You don't have to do. It's not athletic. You you have to move. But it's not like racquetball or tennis no. or anything. No. And our fascination with racquetball in America for a while there was pretty crazy because everybody could kind of pick it up. Then racquetball starts moving pretty quick. The skill level gets yeah. up there. Pickleball and- can go quick, but it's never yeah. fast, especially that doubles thing. I watch doubles and I'm just like laughing because I'm like, that's, that's just, you're just ping pong. Oh, I made a step to, oh, I made a step to the right. And sometimes you got to chase a little bit. Most of the time it's just old American women. And that's the other thing. It's a lot of wives and husbands uh, spending time together. Yeah. And they can play, too, which is a man's nightmare is to drag his wife along to whatever athletic endeavor he wants to be part of. Uh, ladies tease, nightmare. Look, it's the closest thing to swinging without swinging. It is. You can partner yeah. up with other people's wives. You know what it is? It's erectile dysfunction swinging. It's none of these guys can get their dicks hard anymore. Summit Medical is not there for them. And uh, they're like, you know what? I've always wanted to play with Phyllis, so I'm going to be on her team for a little bit. Maybe uh, watch your ass wiggle in front of me. And imagine what it used to look like 35 years ago because it's, it's teardropping now. There's something going on in the middle of that thing. I think her mesh is failing. <laughs> but, yeah, pickleball is not something that I'd look at and go, Oof, elite athletes. Because anybody can do it. And that's the beef these people have is that all these people are just picking up. And it's like eight bucks. You go get a paddle for nothing at Target. So it's not like buying a nice tennis racket or a racquetball no, well, racket you or something. It, you could well, use a good an pickleball racket, you know, they're... Stop it. It's a piece of plastic. 125 bucks. It's a piece of plastic. But you can get one for 20 Getting bucks. robbed. Oh, okay. yeah. If you're spending $125 on that plywood piece of garbage, and man, well, this one has the technology. I'm like, no, it doesn't. You're an idiot. You'll see the merchandising oh, has already expanded. It's going to go crazy yeah. because people want this. There's th- sections now in stores. That people want wow. this game to be their new, you know, I'm pretty good at pick- Everybody's, every, all of you listening right now already are pretty good at pickleball. Unless you're blind. Or your, your hands are, like you have broken arms. Even with broken arms, they'd be like, you can play. You'll be all right. I'll, you'll be on my team. We'll be fine. It is not a game for, you know. That's the reason it's grown in like a year. Everyone can pick up and play. Everyone. Is it fun? Sure. Yeah. It's great fun. But it's, uh, you know, you get some people who understand, you know, the quick drop shots and little things like that. But it takes yeah. like two or three times it's to play. It's a game right? where it's tennis, neat. you might have one or two shots point. This, at least, you could have ten shots. Tennis in one has point. some real estate. Yeah. You have to cover some ground playing tennis, especially singles. You're moving around pretty good in tennis. That's athletic. Pickleball. Phyllis has a drink in her hand half the time. Nine zero. We're killing you guys. <laughs> I'm going to eat something while I play. It is not. And so to have like 700 people, it's easy. But put 15 courts in those people, there's going to be a murder. There's going to be a, a major pickleball death coming soon because it's driving people nuts. I never once thought of that noise being up against houses. Oh, people are going to people are going to lose it. And like you said, your friend already built a pickleball court in his backyard. He uh, took his tennis court out yeah. and put in pickleball because I'm not playing tennis anymore. That's a lot. And you can play pickleball for a while and 
You don't even need to shower up to go to the next place. We played in August the first time I played. That old man did not like the fact that I was running with him either. I'm acing him. Wow, that's a hell of a serve. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. All right, now you can't run into the kitchen. I don't know what that means, but okay. Worst directions in a game for me. Stay yeah, out stay of the out of the kitchen. That's one of the rules. You can't go in the what, kitchen. What's the kitchen? It's this little tiny box. You can't. If the, oh, you can't put your feet in it, it's a line you can't <laughs> cross over. And you don't need to ever. Yeah, good for you. Nice shot. Next, and then you just. But that'll make that's a good serve. You should be in my. You should be my partner. You don't have a partner yet, champ. I think there's a picture of me on the wall at Paradise Valley Country Club. In third place. My, I don't even know where I, I don't know what happened. But yeah, you're all listening right now. Even post Valentine's Day, start your day with a blowjob. You can compete in pickleball with your dead legs. It's not a hard sport. Simple stuff. Unless you're a moron and you're going for home runs. And even then, that's hard. Home runs are hard to hit with that ball. Simple stuff. But uh, there's going to be a murder. Because when they played that sound yesterday in the news, I'm like, oh my God, I would kill someone in about 20 minutes. These people listen to this from 5 till 10 every night. They're doing like little tournaments for the neighborhood, and oh, that sound! Yeah, <laughs> and you're just trying to watch, you know, old Seinfelds or Wheel of Fortune or whatever it is in the 55 plus community. Great shot, Gladys! Thanks, George. Want another drink? No, nah, my glass is still full. Serve away. So, within a year, you're you're saying that Griselda is going to be reporting from the pickleball course. <laughs> Forty people killed again today in pickleball wars. There'll be pickleball wars. I'm, I'm going to predict pickleball wars. Homeowners versus pickleballers. Pickleballers could not run fast enough as athletic as they thought they were. They could not get away from the speed of the bullets. <laughs> the HOA says that they will not pay for cleanup of all the blood and dead pickleballers. And if you spent more than $12 for a pickleball paddle, you're a fool. <laughs> and uh, you should send your money to me, Griselda Saltino, KTA, our news. <laughs> yeah, there'll be murders. Cause, and it's also somewhat annoying to watch a bunch of 65-year-olds strutting like they've just, like they're Michael Jordan. 5-7-2. I got this guy in the bag. <laughs> right, stop being cocky. It's pickleball. It's like being good at, you know, potting plants. That's the thing that'll drive you nuts, though, too. The young oh. young people going over there getting thrashed by a 65-year-old guy. Right. In doubles, you put him one-on-one, and the young guy's just like, clunk, yeah! <laughs> and he's trying to run to the other side, and it's almost like you put him on a treadmill. Right, that's a good shot, youngster. That's kind of what I was doing that old man. He's standing over there. I'll hit it over here. Uh, 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 uh. <sighs> Can we take a little break? I'm like, why? Because I had to run seven steps. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that, MJ. I didn't realize goat. You know what else I didn't see in the Super Bowl that I wish I would have because I'd have started a cascade of boos at the... When they put LeBron James on the screen, they had him on the big screen at the stadium, too. I thought LeBron had stuff to do. I thought the Lakers were playing, but evidently he can do whatever he wants. He's, he's the goat. He can he's do whatever goat. he wants. He was in town with his pickleball team. Did you see what he did? They put him up. This arrogant prick is like the least liked great player of anything ever. They put him on the big screen on the on the at the stadium. He's on the TV and he mimics a crown on his head. <laughs> wow! The king is in the house. That might be. Well, he, he may be the biggest dick in sports history. He may be the least likable man in sports history. Period. He put it. He 
you don't say a week after he said, I'm probably the best basketball player that's ever played the game, ever, because he's got the points title. Well, keep in mind, he got his points champ. It's an impressive number. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who he passed, hit one three-pointer in his entire career. Michael Jordan had 32,000 points in 15 seasons. LeBron's past that and going to go for more. It so, was just Jordan, and it was just Jabbar. It wasn't King James. What do you mean? That's his nickname, oh, King that's James. What he gave so it to himself. Kind of, yeah. yeah, he gave it to himself. And then he'll occasionally put a fake crown on his own head after he anoints himself greatest player of all time. This dude is a douchebag. Watch this. Yeah, Brett just pulled it up. Video. I think it's just a picture It's there. a picture of him placing the crown on his own head when they put him on the big screen. Because that's what video. people in uh, Arizona and Philly and Kansas City love. LeBron James puts on his own crown. <laughs> Dick. And I love that the headlines are all LeBron goes corny, embarrassing gesture at Super Bowl riles up viewers. And I don't think he's Floyd Mayweather. I don't uh, Floyd Mayweather. There's Floyd a, looked good. Well, there's a touch of Floyd that knows the audience hates him and he likes it. He plays the black he hat. Plays the villain. He plays the villain and he knows it. If the dude beat up a, a, a Hispanic person or a Mexican every Cinco de Mayo and every Mexican Independence Day. He would drag out someone to get all of Mexico interested. And uh, it was just, a, he knew what he was doing. LeBron thinks people like him. Look at this idiot. LeBron James. He waves to the crowd, puts a crown on his head, and the whole place evidently just went, okay, three, two, one, boom. <laughs> yeah, where's Colin when we need him? Colin would have blasted that one. Yeah, terrible. LeBron James. You know, I'm the greatest that's ever played the game. You're not allowed to say that. We can say that, but I'm the GOAT. No, you don't You do not do that. We do that. It's our debate, not yours. You can think it, but a decent person thinks it and keeps it inside. I'm better than Michael Jordan ever was. I'm better than all of them. Anyone who's ever played, I'm the best of all time. Okay. We disagree, I guess, with you, guy who said he's the best at the thing he does. That's what bad guys do in wrestling because they know it makes the crowd mad. And then to put that crown on. Oh, I wish I'd have seen that. The booing at uh, CB Live would have just been wear it. never ending. Oh, he will. He'll, he'll, he'll get, get one. one made. He'll get one. He'll have the Jughead crown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, he is. Wow, is he unlikable. I mean, he breaks the, re- the scoring record to tell you exactly how important he is. He breaks the scoring record in the NBA. His team loses. Lose the game. Lose the game. Man, he throws a party at his house for himself. You guys want to come over? Anthony Davis is in trouble with the Twitter world because uh, when uh, Jordan hit, or uh, Jordan, when uh, LeBron hit the shot to pass Kareem, he wasn't excited. And they had to look, why why were you so down on LeBron's accomplishment? He goes, we were losing. I I guess I was aware of what was going on, but we were losing the game. I didn't know we were going to stop and celebrate being down seven. I didn't know that was, you know, great accomplishment, but you're losing the game. We're in a fight for, like, a playoff spot. We're not very good. It's crazy. So, yeah. And I'm still in street clothes. (laughs) He's playing, man. That dude, when he's playing this year, he's playing. He'll get hurt. He'll be a non-factor because he's fragile. But when he's playing, he is balling. He's better than LeBron on that team right now. But no, 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 don't. LeBron is the best that's ever walked the earth. It's like when J-Lo shows her ass on Twitter and goes, still looks great, right? Like, lady, stop saying your ass looks good. That's what we say. 
we're the ones who tell you you look nice. You don't come into a room and go, I look nice, don't I? It's like, what are we supposed to say? No. We're just going to hurt your fragile little feelings. This is the best outfit I've ever had on, and I think I'm wearing a beautiful. I think I look fantastic. Look at my ass. Isn't my ass amazing? Okay. No one wants to hear that. I'm supposed to walk around knowing, I think my ass looks pretty good today. And then wait for Kristen downstairs to go, oh, that ass. Because she does it to me every time I'm in my Mac Weldon's. <laughs> pretty awesome. But, uh, yeah, LeBron. Has, has anybody gotten a hold of Jordan since he's done this? Like, anybody asked him what he thought? I don't think Jordan, he won't, he won't comment I don't think Jordan would go into a battle. Yeah, I don't think so either. The greatest. I think well, he Jordan, knows. Jordan, he may, and deep down we know he knows. Yeah. But Jordan doesn't have to go on TV and go, I'm the best player that's ever played, by the way. That's what an insecure person would yeah. do. LeBron sucks. And I hope they make the playoffs, and I hope the Suns are in a position to knock them out again. That with, with Kevin Durant. Jordan and, oh, I mean, God. Kareem, most of those guys know their legacy speaks for itself. Right. Yeah. Just like, Kareem's very quiet about his team. No, he knows he's maybe the best player to there's ever play. There's probably some people there that had no idea Kareem scored that many points. Kareem never gets the credit for being the greatest player to ever play the game. Uh, transcendental. Changed basketball all the way around. Changed everything. Magic Johnson changed the game. The way it was played, the way it looked, the way everything about it. Uh, LeBron Jordan. Hasn't. Jordan changed the game. Steph Curry changed the game. LeBron played the game incredibly well. That's it. Put that crown on your big dumb head. <laughs> Idiot. I think Charles had a top ten he was doing. And basically Steph Curry wasn't in it. Magic wasn't in Bird. And he goes... Not greatest of all time. These guys were game changers. Yeah. That was his point. He's like, Steph Curry changed the game. Changed Larry the game. Larry Bird. Changed the game. Magic Johnson changed the game. Yeah. You didn't They're have, in the top 20. You but didn't have top six 10. foot, 10 inch guys running the court before them. Running yeah. the point. point That's guard. crazy. Nuts. Anyway. Uh, there's uh, Charles. I'm here. He has his list. Yeah. So it's Jordan, Oscar Robertson, Will Chamberlain, Kareem, Bill Russell, Kobe, LeBron at seven, Tim Duncan, Hakeem, and Jerry West at ten. Yeah. It's an arguable list, but it's Absolutely. a good list. Yeah. I kick Kobe off of there because the shooting percentage then is Then below he notes about Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, yeah. Elgin yeah. Baylor, Shaquille. And half of that stuff. Right behind him. Half of that stuff is Charles just doing that so people do argue. Because he knows deep down Magic Johnson changed the game. He probably doesn't want to admit it because they were in the exact same era. And he probably felt like he had the better of Magic Johnson. He played against a lot of those guys and thought, eh, I could handle this one. Yeah, Kareem, Kareem never gets the credit. Oscar Robertson never gets the credit. But it's another era where there wasn't as many good players so you could, you could show out a little bit more. Anyway, Suns are back tonight. No Durant yet. Probably next week. He's supposed to do his press conference tomorrow. He's doing it right this week. He's going to have his presser, and then more than likely, his first game will be uh, the following. Fr- not this week, but next Friday against Oklahoma. That'll be the first home game. If not, it'll be the one right after. You that. buying some laundry? I won't buy jerseys anymore. Uh, only established players, because basketball, everybody moves around too much. If I would have purchased, I talk people out of buying uh, Jay Crowder jerseys. Like, who do you get Jay Crowder? I'm like, don't do it. A, he's old. He's on a three-year deal, and he's in his second year. I didn't know it was going to go this south, but having a Jay Crowder jersey now is bad. So I, I just say, get like an old one. Get an Alvin Adams. Legacy. Get, get something that, you know, I know Kevin you don't know, Johnson who the, don't know who that is. But KJ, Bark, Barkley still fits for some reason. Dan Marley, yeah, the Flying Dutchman. Get some Van Get a Get an Al McCoy jersey. 
Just get a jersey that that says six nine on the back of it and just says, "Oh, brother," just for fun. <laughs> what about a what about a Booker jersey? Does that you think that's a safe one? Book is sa- for safest. If you were to buy any of the jerseys of this team, book is the one. Booker's the one. But don't go crazy buying jerseys of players from. I mean, Jay Crowder is in his eleventh year, and this is his eighth team now, Milwaukee. And it's not like he's a great player, but that's what happens. Most of them. Booker's safe till he's not. And these guys usually, at one point or another, go, I want out. So then you get this Booker jersey, and he goes over to Lakers and crushes and whatever happens. Who knows? Don't buy modern NBA jerseys. Wait till the legacy is complete and then get them. But right now, if I'm a Suns fan, maybe buy a Kevin Johnson. Uh, Barkley's safe. Yeah, there's not many. You got to go back to Sweet D, Walter Davis, <laughs> and I just put Sweet D on my jersey and make people wonder what that is. I think you're safe with whatever name you want to go with on the native jerseys because they're yeah. part of the team at one time. And <laughs> yeah, I suppose if you if you wanted to just throw any name on there, sure, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> I don't feel comfortable in the native jersey. I feel like I'm appropriating. That's for someone else. Like if I walked around in the native one, I'm like, I really don't know what any of the symbols mean. I'm this isn't right for me to put on. This guy makes a good comment. LeBron James is the Kanye West of basketball, self righteous douche that yeah. can't keep out of their own way to actually enjoy their success. Exactly, That's brilliant. That's really well said. That's pr- you're the LeBron James of words. That's the greatest <laughs> sentence I've ever heard. You should give put yourself your credit. Give you put your crown on, wordsmith. But, yeah, I just had LeBron. Anyway, basketball is all I'm thinking about because football's over. And pickleball, the pickleball deaths. Those are the two things I'm waiting on, pickleball deaths and basketball. Uh, what was on the Board of Love music today? I'm board guessing. of Love music yeah, is a yeah. stretch, but okay. Uh, board of Love today brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. And nothing says love more than taking your old lady out on the trail and getting her back in shape. <laughs> All right, so you should write for Hallmark. Go down there. You can rent a bike. You can lady. buy a bike, or uh, if you want to head up north this weekend, of course they got all the boards and uh, skis for you guys. Skis. So that's right. You are my old Your lady, back in shape, and I love you very much. <laughs> I would like to take you in the middle of the desert. Oh my God! Not like that. Don't be a bitch. Anyway. <laughs> I ain't going to kill you. ActionRideShop.com is where you go, or just go down there to go with Road and Southern and tell Josh you want to get your broad back in shape. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> I bought you this bike for the Valentines, so you get your fat ass back to what I remember it as. Uh, My dearest Winklepin. I used to love you, but you're huge now, so you get no candy. <laughs> Obviously, Pantera, this love's on there. Uh, Steel Panther, Won't Suck Itself. Uh, All That Remains, F Love. Suicidal Tennessee, Send Me Your Money for Hallmark. Uh, Static X, Push It. Jay Giles Band making an appearance with Love Stinks. Stinks. Uh, Theory of a Dead Man, Bad Girlfriend, Corns, Love My Way. Typo, Love You to Death. Not a lot of uh, like positive love. L.A. Guns, Kiss My Love Goodbye. Uh, Rob Zombie, everybody's effing in a UFO for Valentine's Day and the Chinese balloons. One of those. Benny Mardones and uh, Paul Mud. Benny is a sexy song, but it's uh, <laughs> it's rapey. It's very rapey. Love Stinks is a solid one. I don't understand why people always turn Valentine's Day into how much they hate love. F Love from All That Remains is another one. I'm like, wow, somebody wrote a song called F Love. You're not wrong. 
Let's get Jay Giles and Magic Dick on the harmonica. You like that. Brady, for Brady, maybe a little Brady. Right. Love stinks by the Jay Giles band is not a bad idea. That's We'll do it. I wonder if that's in the system. <laughs> Toledo has already loaded it. everybody's effing in a UFO. He doesn't want Love Stinks. That just popped up on us. He's made it's his vote. It's not like we asked Boston. Uh, this guy wants to know, is uh, Steve Nash jersey safe? Yeah, that's a pretty safe one. Okay. Nash is a pretty good one. Even though nothing happened. Yeah. You know, you don't really have many options as far as, but you know, like Oliver Miller, Richard Dumas, those are the ones when I see people wearing those, I'm like, nice work. You get it. Like, they're always going to be sons. You don't remember their time Mark anywhere West. else. Mark West is a gold, I, that's the one I'd get. And I love the old jerseys, but Mark West was great. Love that dude. You don't have a whole lot of, Tom Chambers, probably pretty safe. But since they don't have championships, you don't have a lot of Anyone like the, from that, you know, oh, 93, 93 team was pretty stacked up. Hornacek was gone by then, but he's a I liked him. Horny got you Barkley. He did. But anyway, yeah, what are you going to do? I I guess we're playing everybody's effing in a UFO. He won't play Jay Giles. <laughs> you have it? I can get it. Oh, maybe we'll do it anyway. <laughs> I wanted to later in the show I wanted to have uh, people calling up and try to do their, like, real love, like a Casey Kasem-type kind of dedications to people. And we'll play anything you want. But then I started thinking about, like, how sad this is going to get. Every time we... Oh, our listeners, I think it'll be great. No, because you'd think so. And then, but one guy will try to be funny, that'll fail. And then someone will call and go, my wife has cancer. Like, oh. And I'm not one for the pulling the heartstrings on the radio. The other stations love that when people are dying and they can put it on their air and go, my uh, husband's got uh, terminal pancreatic cancer, and today's the day for our last Valentine's. I'm like, oh, other stations start crying. And Come I'm on, like, John Jay, get with it. I just want to hang up on him. Like, ah, let's just keep this private. You don't need to make this a public thing. Could you please play I'm Gonna F*** Till Your Pancreas Falls Out? <laughs> oh, God, I didn't know that was a song. Is that a real thing? <laughs> Probably is. I'm sure you're hearing into the yeah. pit this weekend. So I'm going to suck your polluted pancreas right out of your urethra by typo negative. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sure. That doesn't surprise me. But, yeah, it's, I'm not into that. Do you have it ready? Uh, do you want that? I want. Oh, I know. We're going to go with everybody's effort. All right. Urethra. I got I it know. if you need it. All right. Let's hear a little bit. of it. I don't remember how it starts. I know it's that. Right. I'm already back. <laughs> <laughs> we should just do a series of love songs today. The whole day, just Let's every song we play, you guys call up and give us a song that makes you think of Valentine's Day from any era. Or, how about this? Songs that used to be your song with the one, Ooh. but they're gone now. Mine's Brian Adams. but she loves him. <laughs> we'll do it later. I like that. I like the idea of like email us uh, Holmberg at ninety eight kupd dot com. What used to be your song oh, with no. the one? It's gonna be a bunch of saps. And now you guys suck, and you can't believe that you guys had this as your song. I I never really had a yours. You had your song. Did, you were. What a guy. was Brady? Yeah, no. What was Brady's? Uh, <laughs> celebrate me home. Kenny, yeah, that's right. The Kenny Brady Lawrence. had songs yeah, for that himself. was my own. That was my own. Brady had like LeBron James playlist. <laughs> It was all about how happy people the should car, be. Get yeah. put my crown on. So happy you should be to see me. The king's on his way home. Celebrate me home. But well, I don't think about it, like the one particular one. We didn't have, oh, this is our song. I never. 
You have. I guarantee you, you did, and you don't remember. There would be some girl and you pinned back there in the forties that... that we. Yeah, but I don't know. If... As long as it wasn't Benny Mardonos. Yeah, you strike me as the type of guy that uh, had a tape playing while you tried to make out. I made this for you. I had a reel-to-reel going in the back of the Subaru wagon. I'm going to kiss you all over. I made this for you because I'm going to kiss you all over. Except the naughty bits are anywhere south of your nipples. Anywhere actually south of your shoulders. We're just going to mouth kiss. It's closed. Closed mouth kissing. I'm going to kiss you on the neck and ask you to go. I want to dry hump you like an animal. <laughs> no, that's not. Sorry, Brady. <laughs> this is Brady's song to his girl. It has nothing to do with her. It's just him coming home, and you should be pretty happy about that, sister. <laughs> it's Kenny Loggins. This one goes out to a lady who is unnamed in the letter. Brady wants to say he's on his way, baby, and you should be oiled up. Holidays. Of course he knows it. It's a song to himself. Brady, the person he loves more than anybody, he dedicated it to himself. Come on and play Let's turn on every love light in the It's time I found Celebrate. I'm coming home for the holidays. Let's say a little song. I wrecked my car listening to that. Yeah. Celebrate me. Put that on your playlist in December, Brett. <laughs> if you ever drive to anyone's house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Going to grandma's. This is one of the stranger dedications I've ever had. It's from Brady to Brady. I'm <laughs> dating a lady of the same name. Very excited about leaving his apartment in Milwaukee and driving all the way back to Columbus so he can look in the mirror and celebrate himself back. Please. This one once again from Brady to Brady. The long drive. He's with himself, and his favorite person is riding shotgun in that mirror himself. Delilah. <laughs> and now here's a long distance dedication from one guy to himself. So is Casey Kasem stopping by later today? <laughs> Maybe we'll have Casey in here reading your. Yeah. All right. Yes. That's it. Long do distance dedications to the one that got away, and you tell us what your song used to be. And I don't want. Uh, I hate everything about you. I want the real stuff. I want some some of that the mushy sex. love. This song is love. Open it's up. Not, it's not the, the uh, boys yeah. demand and all that up. kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Open up to us and be because I've told you the story about the girl who sent me Brian Adams several times. It was that touching thing. I've also told you the story about how the song Sideways uh, will break me down in a heartbeat by uh, uh, Citizen Cope. And it was twenty something years ago yeah. when it came out, and if I hear it now, I'm like, Gah. and it doesn't. I don't even like the. I didn't even like the person I was with then. My ex-wife. I don't. I have no emotional ties to her whatsoever. But that song still just drops me, and I don't know why. Because I don't even know that we did anything to that. But that song kicks my ass. Such a great song. I think. It, I think that one just uh, kind of brings back every time you miss something. You want. You want. You want it to be all sideways as as good as it gets. That'll bring up every single person. You're like, God, I wish I could, I wish I could tell them some things. <laughs> Sideways is outstanding. But nothing like this. Uh, as Brady's driving, he's about 40 miles into his trip with himself, really enjoying his time. The conversation is at an all-time high because no one understands Brady's words quite like Brady himself. Some of these, I don't know what that was. I'm sorry. Evidently, he's hit a bird on his ride home. He's run over a bird. We're gonna, we'll be right back and we clean up the streets of these dead birds that Brady keeps hitting and making these squeaks. 
these half-hearted, strokey sentences. Brought to you by Brady. Talking to Brady is love language. Oh, something just came through. Uh-oh, what do you got? I don't know. Yeah, we'll it's get not for me, Estelina. We'll get a few of them. I'll get some uh, zombie stuff. Uh-oh, this won't be good. We'll get this. And we'll get into I your... I thought of another one, too. Long-distance dedications. Oh. It's, uh, oh, my friend Mark Stebbings. I remember we were in his 1986 Blue Prelude at Alma School and Guadalupe. And he and his girl Tiffany had broken up. And uh, Every Rose Has Its Thorn yeah. came on the radio. <laughs> he put and I'm like, I like this. He... No, no, no. Oh. I'm like, I like this. He goes, turn it off. That's right. I can't. Tiffany and I, that's... Come on, man. There you go. We'll He's in tears. Yeah. And it was brutal. And when... And, what's this? Oh, yeah, this is, I swear, Mark might still, he might pull over and start crying now. I've never seen a dude get more emotional. I'm like, come on, can't be that bad. He's like, no, we're not together anymore. I haven't told you yet. I'm like, oh, are you going to cry? And he, he was done. And then we were playing, uh, we were just playing. So what, we threw the cassette out. Oh, he t- well, hey, that was his song, too, but yeah. that was a different time. <laughs> He's like, fuck it off. And I was a dick about this song he for about a month. Window. Come on, man. <laughs> I can't take it. And then we were playing uh, basketball. Or, yeah, we were playing basketball once at Cr- Crimson Elementary. Crisman? Crisman Elementary. Yeah. Just one-on-one. Got the Jeep parked up against there, making lights. His prelude's parked up there, making lights, and we're playing one-on-one. And nowhere, Mark just goes, Give it <laughs> And I literally just started my pants. <laughs> you have no idea because no one loves you. I'm like, hey, that stings. He's right. I can't get a girlfriend, but I'm glad now that I don't have one because, Jesus, look what it's done to you. Seriously, bro, turn this down. <laughs> Brett Michaels is inside me. Oh, we, yeah. So he did that at the light. We had the cassette thing where we're water skiing, and there's six of us in a boat, and the one guy's out in the water, and it's uh, three girls, three guys, and uh, Rusty Bland's out in the water <laughs> waiting for the rope with the ski. Yeah. And we, we had his cassette where he did his karaoke version of Crazy Train oh, no. to his girlfriend. And it is so bad. <laughs> and we crank it up in the boat, and he can't get to the boat because we gas it and play the whole thing over the whole lake. All right, here's what I need from all of you because I'm getting a lot more than I thought I was going to. This might turn into a day where we program this day. Yes. Uh, I like those two. I remember uh, one. I need the girl's me. name. I need your name. I need the song you guys had, and we'll make up the backstory on that one. And the artist, if you have it, just I in case right there's different versions. Because I've got a few that I'm like, all right, I haven't heard that in a while. we got to play that one. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, there's a few gems on here. So, Hold by Kansas. Yeah, send me the name of the girl or boy and uh, the song itself. And uh, Mark Stebbings just uh, chimed in with, uh, Every Rose Has a Thorn for Sweet Sweet Tiffany. <laughs> we were such dicks back in the day. When Tiffany would get real tan, she'd turn this dark color. And my friend John started to call her uh, Chief Running Water. Because she... <laughs> We were just, well, it was back in the time we were allowed to do that kind of stuff. <laughs> Are you still dating Chief, uh, my, Chief? My my nightmare? Chief Leaky Fawcett, Chief Running Water. She had all sorts of names. He, Chief Leaky Fawcett was my favorite. You still dating Leaky Fawcett? Because her dicks. It's summer. She turns brown. She got real dark. And looked Native American. And so 
my buddy John Stevens started to nickname her things. Bring me some fry bread, bro. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> anyway, uh, everybody's afternoon a UFO will be today's love song that kicks it off. And then we'll get into your dedication. Long distance dedications for what used to be the one in your embarrassing song together. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.